With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is America's Truckin' Network with Kevin Gordon. Welcome aboard. Thanks for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you being there. We got a lot to get to, and we're going to get right to it. Well, first of all, I want to start off with we are five days away from the midterm elections. Oh, let's just get that out of the way. Much is on the ballot. Much is on the ballot that affects you, the trucker, that are out there on the road. The people that determine the regulations, the people that have the oversight with the different regulatory committees, that is what's on at stake. Also, the pushing back and maybe doing a little something more in terms of providing some legislation for uh, oil drilling, getting our domestic oil uh, policy in line with where it should be so that we are not held hostage to foreign adversaries, people that don't like us. The main question going into Tuesday is, are you better off today than you were two years ago? And for the vast majority of people in this country, the answer is no. And for an awful lot of that vast majority, it's hell no. The only people that are benefiting from this are the people that are the elites. We've seen the stories coming out of where now all the stories are filtering out in terms of during the pandemic, what our leaders were doing. On the one hand, they're saying mask up, stay home, uh, don't associate, six feet distancing if you have to be together. And then you hear stories about some of them flying down to Florida, which is the place where they're always criticizing because they didn't shut down as much as other states so they could be in Florida where they didn't have to mask up. How many times are we seeing now over the last couple of weeks how many of these people that said one thing but then jetted off in a private jet someplace mask-free to have party with relatives or to go to weddings or any of this sort of stuff. They shut our country down and our economy down, and we are still suffering as a result of that. And we've got some of them now that even in Michigan, I think the governor up there, in a debate, had the audacity to say that our schools were only closed for three months, when, in fact, the parents there know that it was almost a year and a half to two years that they were shut down. More, actually, closer to almost three years. So, I, you know, I don't want to get too political here, but the bottom line is, is that when people are, <laughs> I want some truth. I want some of these people to actually tell the truth. And one of the things that, that popped up today, it's amazing how timely certain things are. I was going through the oil and gas prices today. I always, I, it's like every time I turn around, I'm looking at the oil price because they trade almost like 24-7 uh, as far as oil prices are concerned. I think there's only one hour a day that they don't trade. And so I'm always constantly looking at that to try to get a trend to see if there's a, a story there that's pushing something one way or the other and how that's being affected. And one of the stories that popped up 
was this. And hang with me on this one because unbelievable. Prosecutors allege that Glencore flew cash bribes to West Africa. Officials for commodity mining and trading giant Glencore were found to have been involved in a web of bribery and corruption orchestrated by the company's London oil trading desk, wherein the company represented boarded private jets to deliver cash to officials in West Africa. A new report from Bloomberg BNN reveals. The company has admitted to seven counts of bribery, the report says. An investigation found that more than $28 million and bribes were paid to secure access to oil cargoes. Bribes were paid to officials in Nigeria, Cameroon, Ivory Coast, Equatorial Guinea, and Republic of Congo. Remember a few weeks ago, we had the story where um, a lot of oil uh, people were saying, well, we can't explore here, we can't explore there. The next, uh, uh, the, the next frontier, if you will, is Africa. And Africa was saying, hey, yeah, come on, you know, we're ready to, uh, to boost our economy and take advantage of, of, of oil drilling and that type of thing. So this is kind of what's going on behind the scenes. The serious uh, fraud office alleged that Glencore paid for preferential access to oil, including increased cargoes, viable grades of oil, and preferable dates of delivery. Pro uh, prosecutors allege corruption was condoned at every senior level within the company, generally, and the West African trading desk specifically. The SFO detailed a scheme to cover up the payments to give the illusion that they were paying for legitimate services, and the company used as cash desk in the Swiss headquarters and the private jets in Africa to carry the illicit payments, the report says. More than $4 million was pay uh, found to have been paid and disguised as service fees, as many of the 11 companies company's previous staff are under investigation for wrongdoing. The company has already disclosed this year that it expects to pay more than $1.5 billion to resolve the investigations in the U.S., U.K., and Brazil. It has provisioned $410 million for a fine in the U.K., the company's report says. Now, Kevin, why are you bringing this up? And you just opened the thing with elections and talking about this type of thing. Well, you know what? I thought, well, who is Glencore? And so I, as I do, I did a little digging. Glencore was founded in 1974 by a fellow by the name of Mark Rich. Does that name ring a bell to anybody? Well, hang with me. Formed this country uh, company in March of 1974. Now, the company was founded in 1974 by Mark Rich, commodity trader. Um, let's see. In 1994, after failing to take control of the zinc market and losing 172 million, Rich was forced to sell his majority share in the company to Glencore International, the commodities trading and industrial company. Now, um, Glencore's name is an abbreviation of Global Energy Commodity Resources. Now, in, <laughs> yeah, in 1983, he is a multi-millionaire international commodities trader who fled the U.S. for Switzerland in 1983 after being accused of failing to pay more than $48 million in taxes, among other violations. Today, in today's money, that would be $137.1 million in taxes that he did not pay. And who's screaming and yelling about people not paying their taxes, taxing the rich, all this sort of stuff? Well, you know what party that is. But guess what? Bill Clinton 
pardon Rich before leaving office in a decision that became under scrutiny in Congress in 2001. You may recall as he was, they see if the person has made it restitution or if they've led a good life or any of this sort of stuff and the reasons for the pardon. And none of this was done, and it was ramrodded through. In fact, when the people involved in trying to attain this pardon under this story, and the story is really long, but I'm going to try to condense it really quick. They went to they, they first approached Ruli Giuliani, who was the uh, prosecutor, the um, uh, uh, U.S. prosecutor in the District of New York at the time, and he said, "Hell no." Well, this went to the Justice Department under Janet Reno. And guess who her deputy um, 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 attorney general was? <laughs> You're not going to – you just can't make this stuff. Eric Holder, who later became the AG for Barack Obama. He ramrodded this thing through. And in this story, they talk about President Clinton's pardon of Mark Rich is a saga of secrecy, tenacity, sleight of hand, and pressure from Rich's ex-wife and one of her friends who together have steered millions of dollars to Bill and Hillary Clinton's causes. In here, it details the fact that Denise Rich had made nearly $1.4 million in various political contributions to Democrats, including Bill and Hillary Clinton. Among her gifts were $450,000 for the Clinton Library, $10,000 for Clinton's Legal Defense Fund, and a pair of coffee tables and chairs worth $7,375. And now what are you seeing on the campaign trail? You're seeing Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton out there stomping for Democrats and telling lies about uh, all kinds of things. These are the kind of people that are out there stomping for Democrats. Coming up with oil and gas prices, I'm Kevin Gordon, America's Trucking Network, 700 WLW. You had a solid retirement dream, sell your home in a few years, bank the equity, downsize and travel, but inflation and recession has you wondering if all your hard-earned equity will still be there. What if you could recession-proof your equity right now? You can with Truehold. Truehold will buy your home for its best current value before a recession can erode it. You get to bank all the cash now and live in your home for as long as you want. And Truehold covers all property taxes, insurance, repairs, and maintenance. And since Truehold pays your home's current value in cash now, it's yours to do whatever you would like. Don't wait for inflation, recession, and interest rates to erode your home's value. Visit Truehold.com and discover how much Truehold will buy your home for today based on its best current value, not what's coming. Call 855-399-93 or visit Truehold.com. The smarter, faster way to cash out on your home's value without having to move. That's Truehold.com. That's Truehold.com. Have you ever felt depressed about work only to have your debt? This is America's Trucking Network, 700 WLW. I'm Kevin Gordon. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, by the way, I should have mentioned this in the previous segment, but uh, now is good time as any. Ellen Voya, uh, our monthly uh, talk with her about women in trucking. She is the uh, president, CEO, and founder of Women in Trucking, and we've got a lot of great things to talk about with her. Uh, not only the uh, member of the month, but they've got a conference coming up uh, in the middle of the month, which uh, 
uh, will be great to talk about. So uh, stay tuned for that at the bottom of the hour. Uh, let's get into uh, oil and gas prices here, which kind of led me to that previous story. And by the way, this will be a time, good, great time to remind you that if you miss any part of the program, head over to the iHeartRadio app, find 700WLW, scroll through the various shows, find America's Trucking Network. All the shows, all the interviews, right there at your fingertips. And, of course, some of my brilliant commentary are right there. Uh, the podcast is sponsored by Rush Truck Centers. Oil and gas, uh, West Texas Intermediate Crude, <clears throat> currently at $88.24. That's down $1.76 from yesterday, or a 1.96% decrease. Brent Crude, $94.75, down $1.41, or 1.47% uh, down from yesterday. Now, in terms of what's going on, remember we had the Fed raising interest rates and that's filtering its way through the market and so on uh raising at 75 basis points and i would have thought that that would have depressed the oil prices yesterday however i guess when it settled in as a matter of fact at one point yesterday right after that announcement the stock market said yeah well we built that into the numbers so the stock market went up 300 points and then for the day wound up down 500 points because i guess then it finally realized on everything that we know here is that if you raise interest rates you're going to raise inflation and that's bad for the economy which is bad for stocks and that's why they came down and i guess the same thing happened in the oil industry because uh as they say oil slid about one percent on thursday as china stood by its zero covid policy which they've been standing by for the last month so it's like one day one day it's important as far as the uh oil markets are concerned the other day it's not a a, a, a problem and the increase in the u.s interest rate uh pushes a dollar <clears throat> raising fears of a global recession that could crimp oil demand so <clears throat> again uh, all those economic details that are going into this is what's pushing down the oil prices. Uh, the number of Americans filing new claims for unemployment benefits unexpectedly fell last week, suggesting the labor market remains strong despite slowing domestic demand amid the Fed's hefty rate hikes to tame inflation. Now, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I know some people that are in the hiring business, and they're telling me, that apparently there is a program of trying to wean, uh, wean, uh, bring people back into um, the workforce after two years of being off on COVID, unemployment, um, and then uh, the stimulus checks and all this sort of stuff. And as a matter of weaning them back into the workforce, they're telling them that, well, you know, if you lose your benefits and you go to the job, it's a trial phase. If you don't feel comfortable with that job after three weeks, you can quit. And if you quit and you say, well, you know, it just didn't fit my personality and it just, I just didn't feel comfortable. I just had too much anxiety. Well, then your benefits restart. And so there's this revolving door going on now where people are leaving or quitting and then coming back when their benefits run out, working for three weeks when before you had to work for at least six months before you could collect unemployment. But, again, when you've got government intervention, when you've got them handing out uh, money like it grows on trees, this is what you have. And you wonder why we have inflation. You wonder why uh, there is so much inflation out there. Well, when you're pumping money into the economy and people are have more, you know, this free flow of money that we then have to pay for with our deficit and the interest on that, that's what raises our um, inflation, as well as our idiotic policy when it comes to oil and gas. Now, because we got oil, uh, because we got uh, Ellen Voy at the bottom of the hour, 
Let's uh, take a moment, look back on uh, this today in history. And I usually do this at the bottom of the hour uh, coming out of the news because I like to look back on history and appreciate the people that came before us and recognize how far we've come in such a little period of time. And then also taking a look back on history, we can learn some of those lessons from history and not make those same mistakes going forward. The old saying, if you, learn, if you do not learn your history, you're destined to repeat it. And let me tell you, Refer, reference back to what's coming up on Tuesday. Don't make the same mistake of hiring the same people that created the problems that we're in today and expect them to be the ones that solve those problems. On this date, um, November the 4th, uh, 1841. November 4th, 1841. It was just 181 years ago today November the 4th, 1841, that the first of many wagon trains reached their destination across the savage wilderness into California. A group of 70 men, women, and children in 15 wagons set out on May the 15th, 1841, from near Independence, Missouri, uh, for points west. In Idaho, the group divides into 32 persons and nine wagons following John Bartleson and John Bidwell southwest from the Oregon Trail into uncharted territory that the group hopes to lead to California. Bidwell, who was 22 years old at the time, keeps a detailed journal which becomes a guide to future immigrants. The group logs uh, 10 to 15 miles each day. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Imagine that. 10 to 15 miles. I drive 10 to 15 miles to get to the studio for crying out loud. I do that in 20 minutes. To take all day long to do that is just absolutely incredible. Uh, the further west they go, the more hardships mount. Water becomes scarce. Bidwell recounts shooting rabbits and killing oxen teams for food. Eventually, the wagons are abandoned, and the group goes forward on foot and horseback. Uh, they labor into the Sierra Nevada and come down through the Sonona Pass, arriving on November 4th at their destination. The 32 new Californians have traveled more than 1,730 miles over a five-and-a-half-month period of time. Buoyed by uh, Bidwell and Bartleson party success, wagon trains grow in size and number and of each subsequent year. Bidwell is a major figure in the early California statehood. He is employed for a time at John by John Sutter, and brings the news of the discovery of gold to San Francisco. An amateur botanist uh, who introduces cassaba melons to the state 
Bidwell also serves as a term in the California's Representative Congress in 1865. A candidate for governor in 1875 for the Anti-Monopoly Party and the presidential candidate of the Prohibition Party in 1892. He dies in 1900 at the age of 81 in the city of Chico, which he found in 1860. Bidwell donated eight acres of his cherry orchard in the 1880s to a teacher's college also called or called Chico State Normal School, now California State University in Chico. Now, interesting in one of these stories that talks about this trek westward, it's interesting to note how different history is. For now, we find people wanting to leave California more than emigrate into California. 181 years, a few brave pioneers managed to actually make it across the West, and rest is, and the rest is history. So that gives you an idea of how uh, much, how, how brave these people were to chart, you know, the, uh, to go unknown. 1,730 miles in wagons. Over a five-and-a-half-month period of time, uh, abandoning the wagons and then continuing on foot and horseback. Just remarkable, that, uh, the bravery that these people had. So, anyway, this day on uh, November the 4th, 1841. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, we got Ellen Voya. She is the president, CEO, and founder of Women in Trucking. Got a lot of great stuff to talk with her. That'll be our weekly or our monthly uh, uh, talk with her. I'm Kevin Gordon. America's Trucking Network, 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. With the midterms a few days away, former President Trump isn't ruling out a run for president in two years. With the 1230 Report, I'm Sean McCormick. Breaking now, former President Donald Trump in Sioux City, Iowa for a rally Thursday night, claiming again the 2020 election was rigged and also mentioning his possible election plans in the future. In order to make our country successful and safe and glorious, I will very, very, very probably do it again, okay? Meanwhile, President Biden on the stump for the midterms as well, challenging Republicans on election integrity. You can't call yourself a democracy or supporting democratic principles if you say the only election that's fair is the one I win. Now the latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News. Heading into our Friday daybreak, it's more mild, clear, and a morning low of 52. Our Friday, then, sunshine and spring-like, my high 75. At night, partly cloudy and 58, then rain likely on Saturday. From your severe weather station, I'm 9 First Warning, Chief Meteorologist Steve Raleigh, News Radio 700 WLW. Radar continues to be clear. It is currently 53 degrees. A new charge for a Madisonville man. A Hamilton County grand jury Thursday indicting D'Angelo Davis of Madisonville on a manslaughter charge in addition to a previous charge of child endangering. Davis allegedly left a loaded gun where his three-year-old and six-year-old sons got a hold of it back on October 23rd, which led to three-year-old Demarion Davis being shot, later dying at the hospital. But it remains unknown who fired the weapon. Davis is due back in court November 10th. He's out on $25,000 bond. I'm Sean Gallagher, News Radio 700, WLW. In the World Series, Houston now has a three games to two lead, nipping the Phillies in Philadelphia three to two Thursday night. Game six set for Saturday in Houston. 
Our next update is at 1 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700, WLW. On Season 4 of the Piketon Massacre podcast, the... Here's your trucking forecast for the tri-state and the rest of the country. In the tri-state overnight, a mostly clear sky, the low dropping to 51, sunshine Friday, high of 75. Mostly cloudy with showers likely Saturday, a high of 72. Nationally, a highly amplified upper-level trough continues to swing eastward across the Intermountain West, triggering multiple weather hazards for areas west of the Mississippi River. Colder air associated with the upper trough continued to overspread the western U.S. Thursday in the wake of a potent eastward-progressing cold front. As snow across the Sierra Nevada and northern Rockies gradually tapered off Thursday, a low-pressure system is forecast to develop over the central high plains. Snow associated with the system will overspread much of the central Rockies in addition to increasingly gusty winds and continues into the nearby northern to central high plains Friday, with strong and gusty winds from the north adding to the wintry feel in those areas. It's a drastic change from the warm and dry weather in recent days. Conditions improving overnight as the system moves eastward, leading to a pleasant, albeit cold, start to the weekend for central and western portions of the Intermountain West. As that strong storm system moved eastward into the central and southern plains Thursday, hazardous weather occurring along and ahead of the progressing cold front and dry line as warm, moist air surged northward from the Gulf, clashing with the cooler, drier air. Showers and potentially severe storms possible across the central plains before the threat shifts further east on Friday into eastern Texas and Oklahoma. Portions of the region under a slight risk of severe thunderstorms Thursday and an enhanced risk Friday due to the potential for damaging winds, hail, and isolated tornadoes. In addition to the severe threat, there is the possibility of prolonged moderate to at times heavy rainfall rates and isolated instances of flash flooding across the Mississippi Valley and Central Plains Friday with a slight risk of excessive rainfall issued for the Arc Latex region. By early Saturday, the intensifying low-pressure system is forecast to move toward the upper Midwest with a band of showers and thunderstorms extending down the Mississippi Valley along the cold front, as well as another band of enhanced rainfall with possibly strong storms extending up across the upper Midwest ahead of a warm front. Colder air wrapping behind the intensifying low could change the rain to snow across the western portion of the upper Midwest. The cold air is forecast to become wider Saturday afternoon as it progresses into the Ohio Valley and southeast, with the potential for strong storms and moderate to heavy rainfall rates decreasing as the frontal convergence weakens. Further east ahead of the cold front, warmer than average temperatures continuing across the eastern two-thirds of the country. Widespread above average temperatures forecasted Thursday across the northern plains and midwest with temperatures in the mid to upper 70s. That warm air will shift eastward into the southeast and northeast this weekend. The next storm system made its way on shore in the Pacific Northwest Thursday evening with mountain snow and lower elevation rain rapidly overspreading the area. Rainfall amounts of two to six inches possible across the region, which could lead to isolated flash flooding, especially in areas with elevation. Precipitation will spread inland Friday and Saturday as the system emerges from the northern Rockies and intensifies, leading to increasingly gusty winds and cooler air. This is America's Struggle Network, 700 WLW. Kevin Gordon here. Want to welcome back to the program Ellen Voya. She is president, CEO, and founder of Women in Trucking, and we uh, meet with her uh, once a month, uh, usually around the first of the month, to talk about, uh, among other things, the um, associate, the member of the month, and anything else going on in the industry. So, uh, welcome to the program, Ellen. Certainly appreciate you being here. Well, thank you for having me back. This almost sounds like a broken record, but. 
once again, you have a member of the month that has a very, very interesting background, kind of the traditional into the trucking industry as a result of a family member. But then from there and then her background as to how she came up through the ranks. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Raquel Sanchez, November 2022 member of the month. Well, the reason we chose Raquel Sanchez is because she has an interesting story. Um, She joined the Army National Guard, and she was with them for a number of years. But her father was a UPS driver and what they call a feeder truck, which is a tractor trailer. Um, So she went to UPS after she got out of the Guard um, and worked her way up from packages to, you know, um, smaller vehicles up to um, a feeder truck. And now she and her dad team and they go long distance cross country as a father daughter team. So they're the first UPS father daughter long haul team at UPS. That is amazing. And, you know, uh, one of the things, you know, last month, uh, Queen Elizabeth died. And one of the interesting things about her was that when she was young, she actually became one of the only members of the royal family to actually join the military. And she was in there as and got trained as a truck driver and a mechanic. And they used to call her Princess Mechanic. Uh, which was uh, interesting. So uh, Raquel, with her uh, being in the Army National or in the National Guard and then going into the trucking industry, kind of follows in some big footsteps there as well. Oh, absolutely. I guess I had not thought about comparing her to royalty, but, hey, that works. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, again, this is kind of that traditional method we first talked about originally where uh, a lot of the people that come in, a lot of the women that come into the trucking industry are as a result of either a family member or somebody they're they're, they're close with that introduces them to the industry, uh, and they run with it, which is remarkable. Yeah, and when... Um, Raquel was seven years old. Her dad was driving a tractor trailer and she thought, wow, that'd be kind of cool. So think about that. She came full circle and now she's, you know, driving team with her dad. That is is so cool. And he's, I guess, been with UPS for over 38 years. And then uh, this uh, long haul and uh, cross country uh, as far as UPS is concerned. And interestingly enough, uh, one of the things that, you know, is talked about in the industry is the fact that, because it's such a sedentary uh, business that you're, you know, like a lot of office jobs where you're behind the computer or sitting at a desk for hours at a time, sitting in a truck for hours at a time driving. Uh, they got to keep the health and, and nutrition. And um, she talks about uh, making sure that she uh, gets to the gym periodically and, and uh, uh, keeps in shape and, and watches the diet and that type of thing. You know, and she's right. You really have to make a special effort because it's hard to eat healthy on the road. And it's hard to get the number of steps in or some a workout, especially for drivers who drive for hours on end. So kudos to her. Um, she, that's the reason she's our member of the month. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, let's see. Seventy uh, percent. Well, of course, a reminder that she feels a sense of accomplishment, which is good because the enthusiasm is still there. And 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 that's one of the. I think the important thing is is that as long as you enjoy your job, uh, it's not a job. It's 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 more of a of a. I don't want to call it a hobby, but you never work a day in your life if you love what you're doing. So uh, that's Absolutely. great. 
Now, of course, a lot Absolutely. of father-daughter time there, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's good that he gets to be with her, and, you know, and I'm sure that gives her a sense of family time and safety. And, you know, um, it just it really it's great to see a father-daughter team like that. Yes. We're uh, talking with Ellen Voya. She is a chairman, CEO, and uh, president, CEO, and founder of Women in Trucking. And uh, got a couple other things here. You got your uh, nominations for the you announced uh, the beginning of the month uh, or a few weeks ago, October 25th, actually. Women in Trucking Association announced the finalists for the 2022 Influential Woman in Trucking Award, uh, which will be uh, at your conference uh, later on in the month. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, absolutely. And the four finalists were all amazing people. Um, Trina Norman is with UPS. Jill Quinn is with Centerline Drivers. Mari Roberts is with Frito-Lay. And Lindsay Trent is with Next Generation of Trucking Association. And so there's four finalists. And one of the most popular events at our conference is the panel for the Influential Women in Trucking. And it's sponsored by Daimler. So Daimler usually moderates. The, someone from Daimler moderates the panel. And there's a lot of insight on that panel. And they share that insight. They talk about, you know, some of the challenges they've faced, some of the struggles that they've overcome. And then at the end, we announce the winner, mm -hmm. which I will not be sharing with you yet oh come on <laughs> come on just nope. between you and me <laughs> <laughs> yeah on the air yeah exactly <laughs> well, um now is this voted on by a board or the members or how how is this um um chosen or how's the person chosen there are judges and the judges have certain criteria they have to um judge them on i am one of the judges um and the criteria includes you know, what you've done in your career, but also how you've helped other women along the way. And what have you done outside of the trucking industry um, to be, you know, more altruistic? So they have to be well-rounded, but they also have to really talk about things that they've done to lift other women up as well. That's, that's very important because, again, when you're talking about um, I, I hate using the word minority, but uh, you know, it's um, there's not as many women in trucking, obviously, as or in transportation as there are men. So uh, the percentages, right. and I think the most recent ones that I th I think I saw on your side is 13 percent, or is it higher yeah, than just that? A, just under 14. So you got it right. Okay, yeah. just about 14 percent, and of course, there's room for growth there. And then, of course, the more people talk about that, the more notoriety that gets, the more people are aware of it then uh, obviously when people, well, people don't know about the opportunity until they learn about an opportunity. And, and I that's think, why we have, go ahead. That's why we have recognition programs is so we can tell their stories. Yes. And I think one of the things that's, that's very interesting, you know, put on my, uh, uh, you know, recovering accountant hat for a moment is 
when you're dealing with small businesses in particular, and in a lot of instances you're dealing with uh, owner-operators, and, and really even if you're an employee of a company, the fact that you're in the truck uh, for a long period of time and it's kind of like you're, you're I, I guess, I don't want to say a franchise, but you know you don't have a lot of connection with the um, um, the home office, you know, except for some communication and that sort of thing. So you're pretty much on your own. But to sit down and actually talk with other business owners or people that are in the business and, and even swapping stories or talking about, well, how did you overcome this particular problem? You know, a lot of people, I think, get in the mindset, unless, especially in the business area, that, well, this is, you know, this is unique to my business. And, you know, as an accountant, I usually try to, you know, encourage people to be part of a, of a group or a business association so where they can sit down with other owners and talk about the issues and find out that they have a lot in common and to, to sort through these issues. Exactly. And, you know, like women are looking for a networking opportunity. And the reason they want that is so they can share stories, share challenges, um, do some benchmarking, find out what women are doing in other, maybe other um, companies or maybe even other industries. Um, and really to get a much broader perspective than from your own. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to step out for a quick break here. We're talking with Ellen Voya. She is uh, CEO, president, and founder of Women in Trucking. And when we come back, we can talk about your conference because you got some exciting news there that we talked about off air. That is, I was just dumbfounded by the number of participants. And we'll talk about that when we get back. I'm Kevin Gordon, America's Trucking Network, 700 WLW. Since 1973, OOID. This is America's Trucking Network. 700 WLW. I'm Kevin Gordon. Continuing our conversation with Ellen Voya, president, CEO, and founder of Women in Trucking. And uh, middle of the month here, what is it? Is starting on the 11th, you have your conference? Yes. Well, actually, it's the 13th, 13th. through the 16th down 13th. in yep, Dallas, Texas at the Hilton Anatole. And Kevin, this is our biggest conference ever. In fact, while you and I have been speaking, we've actually increased our registration from 1540 to 1541, so 1,541, and we're shooting for 1,600 or more. Yeah, and I, if I recall per, uh, correctly, last month you were, what, around 1,100, 1,200 or something like that? <laughs> and you were said Probably you were... Le- I've been checking, believe me, I check every day to see the numbers go up. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and you were shooting at that point for 1,500, so you've blown through that and now set a new goal of 1,600. Absolutely. I, I, and it, maybe I'll have to shoot for 1800 Who knows? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and it's great. I, I, you know, I think it's a uh, um, fantastic number one, the number of people participating, but I also like the idea that it seems that there's an awful lot of people out there that are finally saying enough's enough. We're going to go out we're going to be with people. We're going to go to conferences again. We're going to go learn stuff. We're going to participate as a, as a group of people and get back to actually being around people, which I think is fantastic. Oh, you know, I think people are ready to get out and just get beyond the pandemic and just see each other in person because the number one reason people come to our conference is because they want to meet with other people and network and have fun and learn. But um, you can't, it's just much easier to do in person. Yeah. Now, this is, I keep, in my mind, I keep thinking in terms of a convention type of thing, but this is a conference where, um, what are there different, um, 
um, um, learning things going on or uh, during the day? Yes. Do you pick out which ones you want to go to and that type of thing? Or Yes, we have over 100 speakers, um, mm-hmm. subject matter experts on transportation, supply chain, or gender issues, 145 companies involved, 131 exhibitors, 19 trucks in the truck and technology tour. Most of them are inside, including our own driver ambassador tractor trailer, Whitney, um, and a truck that we're going to be giving away next March um, at our salute to women behind the wheel. And we seriously uh, are shooting for 1,600 um, uh, registered attendees. It'll be amazing. Even like on Monday night, we have a biker night, so everyone's going to have fun and dress up in their leather and things like that. But um, even their lunches are uh, learning. We have interactive lunches where we'll have a subject um, the topic, a table topic, and then people will sit down if they want to discuss that topic. So lots of sessions, lots of educational, and lots of networking and lots of fun. That's great. Now, um, as part of one of the, I mean, we had talked in the previous segment about uh, with Raquel Sanchez, how she tries to, when she's off the road, uh, you know, obviously pay attention, well, while she's on the road, paying attention to um, nutrition and that type of thing, which I guess I should have mentioned at the time probably helps her dad too, because she's an influence on him and can kind of nag him about making sure that he's doing <laughs> nutrition properly. But also the, the, the idea that when she's off the road or has the time, she goes to the gym. Um, are there, um, I guess, speakers regarding that at, yes. at this conference? Very much so. We um, actually have different tracks. So one track is recruiting retention. One is operations and safety. One's marketing and sales. One's leadership. Another one's emerging technology. So um, different tracks. So like recruiting retention would include a panel on health, driver health. Um, and we actually will put drivers on the panel. Another um, person who we bring in every year is uh, Debbie Gardner from uh, the Survive Institute. And she talks about My friend, Debbie, yes. Yeah, self-defense, um, self-esteem, self-defense. And she is such a popular speaker. We bring her back every year. So... Yeah, I mean, you never know what you're going to find. We do speed mentoring and networking and things like that. So just a lot of a lot of learning opportunities, but again, a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Ellen Voya. She is president, CEO, and founder of Women in Trucking. And you mentioned Debbie Gardner, which is the person that introduced you or introduced me to you or you to me and whatever. She said, hey, you ought to talk to Ellen Voya. But she is a, a very dynamic woman. She has a, got a very amazing story. And I'll tell you what, uh, I was there in the beginning when she started her Survive Institute, uh, where she and um, her husband, Mike, just went on the road mm-hmm. at night, went to PTA meetings and stuff like that, to where then being um, um, a featured speaker and called in to Procter & Gamble and whatever. And it's just a, a see how she has grown over the years. It's just absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm glad to see that she's going to be there, too. That's going to be a lot of fun. And she's a, a, she very is really good. popular. You know, another thing, Kevin, I can sit there and listen to her year after year after year, and I always learn something. Yes. Always. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she is. Yeah, it is not for the faint of heart because <laughs> she does use some <laughs> colorful language, which is very appropriate in those kinds of situations where you need to protect yourself. And uh, Well, and she, she talks about, you know, um, 
like screaming at someone who's following you and saying, get out of my my yeah. space, you know, and things like that. So, but she demonstrates it all. And boy, does she have energy. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Okay. Um, I, I, we, before we get out of here, we got to talk a little bit about, uh, there's some, uh, is there any particular legislation that people need to be aware of that's uh, coming up around the country here? We coming up on, on Tuesday here. Well, um, not Tuesday, um, but typically women in trucking, we don't lobby. We, mm. we like to educate, but unless there's something that everyone can agree with, then there's um, some legislation that's being um, pushed, and that's to require at a national level to require shippers and retailers to provide restroom facilities to professional drivers. And to me, that's such a sad state <laughs> of affairs when you have to require a law to make someone allow a driver to use a restroom. But what happened was during the pandemic, they went to more contactless delivery. I mean, using technology and so you're not signing things and, you know, trying to stay safe because of the pandemic. And um, because of that company said, well, we don't want you in our facilities. And so drivers and particularly female drivers um, who are sitting at a loading dock for hours at a time suddenly didn't have any place to use uh, restroom facilities. So um, it, it's, again, it's a sad comment on the industry when you have to pass legislation to require someone to allow a driver to use the restroom. But I guess that's what it's going to take. Yeah, it's a good thing you carried the conversation there because th for a second there, I think kind of fell off my chair thinking that I can't believe that this is actually something that has to be part of legislation. You would think of this as a no-brainer. But uh, as you explain it with the pandemic and everything, people went, uh, well, you know, it's <laughs> – Talk about going overboard, uh, so to speak, and and this was would definitely be something like that. But again, you know, even though you don't advocate, you don't uh, legislate or don't lobby, but it's probably interesting to um, uh, the legislatures that the legislators that are on the ballot. Maybe if somebody's an informed voter and stuff, maybe ask them where they stand on these issues might be a uh, something um, uh, for an informed electorate. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, this is something that needs to be passed. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things I'm going to look at and see where, where Kentucky stands on that when I'm done. Actually, Ohio as well. So. Uh, anyway, but uh, wow, this was great. I, I can't believe we've blown through two. Uh, well, we could talk for hours, I think, but uh, uh, we got to wrap it up here. We're up against the clock. And uh, Ellen, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, all the best for your conference uh, on the 13th through the 16th. And if anybody yes, wants in to, November. If, yeah, this month, if anybody wants to register for that still, they can at. Absolutely, at womenintrucking.org. All right. Uh, well, that does it for us, folks. We're out of here. Uh, stay tuned for Red Eye Radio at the top of the hour. And if you miss any part of the program, hit that iHeartRadio app. Look for 700 WLW. Find this show. Uh, all the shows are right there. Uh, I'm Kevin Gordon, America's Trucking Network, 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. Those wanting to vote early in Ohio and Kentucky still have time. I'm Sean McCormick, breaking now. In both Ohio and Kentucky, registered voters still have time. In the Bluegrass State, in-person voting is continuing today and also on Saturday. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir took advantage of the early voting on... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.